Hello and welcome. Welcome. We are. Uh, we will set set the tone. We're the, we're, we're in our ho- hotel room in El Paso, Texas, and um, it's about to be pitch black in the room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bus is about to leave. We're headed to Dallas um, for the rehearsal day of Sad Summerfest. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night we played a show in Arizona, getting ready for Sad Summerfest. Um, which I had a lot of fun. I had a blast, and uh, I was a little af- af- afraid because we're we played uh, heaven. We're we're already here for the the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody seemed to think maybe that was the best thing of the of the night. So uh, I I guess that means we didn't <laughs> fuck it up too bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. The show was awesome, and I'm yeah. I was super, uh, we haven't really done that. No. Like a pre-tour show. Yeah. I guess, the idea, why would you do that? But yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, the, the the idea came, so for years and, and, and years now, before tours, we rent out a venue to practice so that we can, like, set up all the lights and do everything like we're going to do on the tour. So that, that way, when we go to the first show, we're at least kind of prepared yeah um so then i i i i, I started thinking I, I actually came up with the idea like a while ago or i mean i i think i, I had probably i had, I had probably seen some other bands here or something but um you're a stealer of ideas yeah um but i was like yeah we're already renting out this venue and we have the gear completely <laughs> s- like s- set up like why don't we just have fans come and make it a show yeah um so we did that and we sold tickets for like ten dollars um and they were like only sold through our uh, email list and they they, they sold out super fast so get cool. on the email list 8123 priority tickets um yeah so we we did that and uh yeah so we we decided to to make it a show and it was it was a, it was a good time and now i feel more prepared for yeah sad summer because there's just something so different about playing for an audience and just practicing. <laughs> well, yeah, because even you can time things out fucking on an iPhone 20 times and, yeah. you know, it's going to be the same in practice every time. But then when you play in front of people, you like do things a little bit different. Yeah. And, and you're just, it, yeah. And there's just like a nervous, like, especially when you play a song for the first time. Oh, I'm not nervous at all anymore. Yeah. In front of people, like, we like got that out of the way. Yep. Um, well, and it, I think it was cool for like, for people, because it was like, we ended up playing more songs than we're playing at the festival. Yeah. So it was like this moment of like, um, the show, yeah. quote, quote, the show. And then we stopped and we're like, whoof. And it was like kind of like breaking down the wall, like okay, well, how was it? Yeah. <laughs> so it was like that, yeah, kind of like people getting a a look into yeah. things in a different way. It was and just a different type. And of show. we're able to like fix a couple things that mm-hmm. you know there was a part in bad behavior that we were like messing around with that um, confused people. We messed it up, and then it it kind of con- confused people. So we're gonna change that. Um, <laughs> so it was just good way to kind of yeah make make the show better from from the get-go mm-hmm. um and but then there's all these other elem- elements that we're adding into the show once we actually do it on the big um s- stage inside summer so well and like the new things that we're gonna do that we ended up not doing last night 
instead of having to think of 10 new things, now yeah. it's like we're thinking of four new things that we have to do. Yeah. Um, it's going to make it way, way less easier. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of it. There's, we're just, I just can't believe Sad Summer's here. I'm so fucking sad. <laughs> it's here. And it's summer. We start on Friday in Dallas and then Houston and then we go off to Atlanta, Orlando, and on and on and on. So um, if you haven't gotten your tickets, go to sadsummerfest.com and get them. Uh, it's 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 gonna be awesome. I can't I can't wait. I I I, I feel like we're playing the best set that we've ever made for yeah. a tour. T- Tim, who has um many times told us we suck. Yeah. Last night walked off and he said that might be the best grouping of songs we've ever done. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. He's um, seen us a lot of times. I feel good about it. I feel like it just comes in and kicks you in the butt. Yeah. Um, and there's a uh, there's an old cassette player. Yeah, but you have to go to the shows. Yeah, you have to see. There's, there's lots of uh, visual things. Yeah, and lots of, uh, I guess, f- physical things. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, we can't can't wait for you guys to see it. And um, yeah. Um. So I guess we should intro the that episode. What, what, what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is definitely a little bit of a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you you know we've been trying new things. Yeah, that that's kind that's kind that's, that's kind of been the theme as we've been trying to test out brand new things. So yeah, um, this one is about um our old friend and uh old A and R um guy from Warner Brothers. His name is Craig Aronson. Yeah, he uh he he passed away from cancer in 2014. Um, so this is kind of a tribute episode to him yeah um the legacy that he has left on this music scene is unimaginable um and we'll get into all of that and his accomplishments and um you know i think uh you know if anybody could learn anything if, if we could learn what we did learn from him is just like you know passion can take you a long way yep so don't be embarrassed to be excited about something. Um, totally. And just own it, you know, and he did that to the fucking T and had a lot of success with that and did a lot of really good things for, for a, a, a bunch of people. So if if you're passionate about something, if you're excited about something, don't try to hide that ex- ex- excitement and, and be pro- pro- professional. Like, you know, people are drawn to people that are eccentric and excited and just would di- would die for the f- freaking art, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I uh, Yeah, we get into it. Yeah, so. we get into it. So, yeah. Well, we'll s- see you guys in uh, a couple of days here. Yeah, we'll talk to you then. Yeah, we'll talk Have to a- you. Well, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure we're going to be doing tons of uh, sad summer episodes now that we're mm-hmm. going to be out with all these bands and everything. So, um, Have a nice shower, run. Cooking, yes. <laughs> driving, whatever you're doing right now. Yeah. And uh should I I probably should have said at the beginning of yeah. the episode. Oh also we have an episode with Colin from Grayscale that's gonna be coming out pretty soon here. Um that w- we recorded while on tour with them uh a couple uh months ago, but we, we couldn't put it out because we, we talked about their new record 
um, that they hadn't announced yet. So now they've un- un- uh, they've announced it. So we got we got a whole bunch of stuff. We got shit. We got shit. Coming. We got a bunch of shit. So thank uh, we you got guys. Our bus is about to leave. We need to go. All right. We, we love you. Uh, thanks for l- for listening and uh, talk to you soon. Roll the intro. It's obviously hard to uh, know really where to begin when talking about somebody, you know, and uh, especially somebody that's done as that you know had had done as much as Craig did, um, and you know, I I think that the impact that he had on the music scene that we are in and we're in as kids and stuff i mean total definitely would have been totally (laughs) different uh without without him yeah and not i wouldn't say he's the person that started it but he is one of the reasons why it got so popular yeah i mean he 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 found these bands that were underground and took them to the mainstream to people i mean the some of the biggest bands the the biggest bands ever from this world, you know, he, or, or he you know, signed him. someone like My Chemical Romance, they will go down as one of the biggest bands ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, maybe a good place to kind of begin the talk is like w- what, what his accomplishments were and then we can, you know, kind of get into our r- 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 relationship with him. But, you know, he signed, Jimmy World when nobody wanted them. Yeah. Um he signed My Chemical Romance. He signed The Used Before the They U- Were Really Anything. Anything at all. Yeah. Uh Avenged uh Sevenfold. He signed them when they, they were like getting some some buzz and then took it into this arena rock thing. <laughs> um Head Automatica, Glassjaw, Glassjaw at the drive-in. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And on and on and on and on and on. You could go on forever. Did we um, say Mike M? Mike M. <laughs> Taking Back Sunday took them from being a a big band to being on the radio on the const- radio yeah, constantly. Yeah. Um. So I guess to give context for people that don't maybe know about this stuff, so Craig was an a and R guy, uh, mm-hmm. for for uh, for uh, Warner Brothers Records, and um, that so he's the person, and and A and R is the person that, um, I guess recruiting, I guess would would be the common term or like the common person term or whatever, yeah. like, um, you know, so he goes out and goes to shows and, um. And uh, signs bands to the the the, the record label can convinces them that this is the right home for them and mm-hmm. um and then once they're on the label the A and R person uh you know helps pick the producer that you work with helps kind of pick the songs that are gonna be on the album yeah shapes the band's career from the label side yeah kind of <clears throat> make sure everybody at the label is doing what they're supposed to be doing for the for the for the band and just kind of if they're good at their job they're the one yeah. that's fighting for you yeah um 
so you know craig uh you know unfortunately passed away in 2014 from a cancer and um you know he i felt like you know talking about him and doing a podcast was you know something he he pops into my mind a, 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 a lot um just for how he was an example of how passionate uh you need to be about what you're doing <laughs> to to really make something happen and how much he really cared you know um so yeah i think passion is probably the word <laughs> that would be put next to him the, the, the most. most yeah <laughs> so um you know so he signed all those bands took them into worlds that are just huge you know changed their 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 lives forever you know i think uh he um we were told a story from Howard Benson, who we recorded our album with, and he recorded the Mike Hem um, Three Cheers for Sweet, Sweet Revenge. And he's, he said that um, Craig called him one night at like two in the morning and was going through all the demos. And at this point, they were just about ready to record the album and had all the songs picked out. Um, and he said, I'm not okay. Like he he found this like 20 second part of the song in the middle of a tape of just ideas and ideas and they didn't think anything of it um and then they finished the song and it became what <laughs> that massive song <laughs> yeah it became the biggest song you know that took took them from being an underground band to being one of the biggest bands in the world um, I forgot about that so you know that's the kind of that's the kind of ear that he had and well, the kind and that of, and just you know, it, it, when you're in that spot cuz just making records i know like when you're that close to the end like you're not really even the band isn't like searching for ideas like that and yeah. for the fact of him like still putting the grind in and being yeah. like oh, maybe there's something missing here so maybe something, and then like putting in the time to like find it and then shaping it like that that's yeah intense yeah and not a lot of people put that in. You yeah. know, they won't do that. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, it's in, it's insane, you know. I mean, when you th- when you think about the 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 list of those bands, it's just mind-blowing that like one person was the link be- be- between all of it. Yeah. You know, it's like to to like know kind of what was going to connect with people in in that way is i mean even just talking about it now it's like holy shit <laughs> like that's insane especially to like have that. So signing someone like jimmy when that's like you know emo wasn't big at yeah. that point like that wasn't no like, he signed him in the 90s yeah and so it's like it's just being that close to like what is gonna happen too and like at the driving and all these things it's like you're being, not only not only did he sign not, yeah, yeah not only was he signing things when they was popular he was signing things that made everything else popular yeah you know oh maybe ten years before it did you know it's crazy yeah um so yeah I think uh you know my f- my first I guess when I heard about him for the first time was uh watching dvds of bands you know so i would i would buy every single documentary that a 
band had, and there was one from Mike Cam and one from The Used, and um, mine first was The Used, and seeing him, you know, he's interviewed and all the documentaries, and he's talking about the band and all these things, and um, but he stands out. Oh like, yeah, he's a character. Yeah, uh, he's he's um you know has no he's like not afraid to just be himself not afraid to like be excited yeah. you know like not afraid like you know ends up running part of the, one of the biggest r- r- record labels in the, in the in the world but like doesn't try to act like a professional you know he's just yeah. like an ex like you know like y- you would you would if you saw him like you like, seem just like an excited kid yeah uh, totally just like uh and somebody that's just so that's so passionate. fucking good yeah. i love just oh my god yeah. I, it's always <laughs> uh, <sighs> you know just like the the amount of passion that you you can't you, you can't even put into words you know so that that's kind of when i had heard of him or like had, had like heard the n- name for the first time and had been like kind of put it put it together together like oh wow he's like signed all the all these people oh i don't see i didn't remember yeah. his name i just he has such a specific look yeah that i remember seeing him in the used one and then the my chem one yeah and then like oh okay that guy did a lot yeah <laughs> and that was before i even looked him up or anything like yeah or, all the or other really things. really understood even what yeah what the what fuck an, an a and r guy was yeah or whatever. totally um so then fast forward uh five years or, or or something and you know we're talking to warner and um craig had sent um andy oliphant which was a another um a and 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 our person at the company to come hang out with us in the studio um and said that craig was interested in our band and stuff so um it was near the end of making can't stop yeah so finally, we go into his office, or we go into Warner for for um, for a meeting, and we didn't really know even who we were meeting with, you know. Um, and nice we, office. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, we, and we go and we sit and we we sit, we sit sit down, and you know his his assistant was like, "Oh, he'll he'll be in he'll be in to to meet you soon," and then in comes walking Craig, and I instantly was like. Oh my God! This is the guy. I that this I, is my, the guy from all these documentaries. This is the guy that. So you didn't know either. I I had um. I didn't like rem- remember his name or anything, oh yeah because you know, I was watching those you know I was thirteen or something while yeah. while <laughs> watching all those things so, so once I saw him and heard his voice, I was just amazed me too i yeah because i had seen him i was like oh fuck this is like legit yeah this guy's cool yeah (laughs) and he's tall yeah (laughs) um you know so instantly do you remember anything he said in that i don't remember anything he said in that meeting i just remember being like wow like we're talking to this dude who did sign all these bands that i like a lot um, yeah, I mean, but I just remember, yeah, it was probably goes back to the passionate thing, really you know? excited, and you know, kind of talking about where we could take things and how we could get things to the n- next level. And but the 
the the big thing I remember is because we had you know we had met with other um, like like major labels and stuff. Not at that point. We had we had met with Atlantic. No, and, and Feel Feel Very Ramen. We, I mean, we met with we, Feel. We had, that we was had, after we had, we had met them before. You know. Yeah, well, I guess if we're we, calling Feel um, that, but you know, and I just remember him him being. Uh, you know, he would talk about our, like us having a long-term career. Yeah. You know, he, where like everybody else just kind of was just talking about like we can, you could be really big or something, you know, like he, he, he was talking about. But also he wasn't talking about, I remember him not really talking about other, like I remember every other meeting people be like talking about how big their, their bands were. Yeah. All he talked about was, was like us. Yeah. And I know that sounds like super like egoy, but yeah. it was like it was like no, cool. No, he just had a vision like of he's, like he's talking yeah. about the actual work that yeah. needs to be done instead of like these are my accomplishments. Yeah. You know? I, 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 could, I don't even think I he, could probably I don't even do this for think you. He ever mentioned anybody? I think that we, we just knew, <laughs> and we eventually were like, so tell me what's uh, Adam Lazare like. You know, so we obviously decided to go with him and go with the label. And, um, you know, and so he really worked hard for us, you know, and he, 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 I think he really put into place a lot of the ideas that we had of what could be possible Mm -hmm. and all these things. And he pushed us to, branch outside of you know he i think he he was probably the first one to tell us to not be afraid of sounding like our last album or you know like like he like he had he had signed us when we were one thing and playing on the warp tour and doing all these things and made a a, a record that kind of sounded like that time and then he like saw that we were kind of into this like Americana Tom Petty kind of thing, mm-hmm. which obviously was a risk. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it wasn't the safe, you know, the safe option was to make the next version of can't, of, of can't Stop, Won't Stop. And he, you know, he instantly wasn't afraid and didn't think that we needed to just do that again. Totally. And that I think was, the, you know, the beginning of why we're at where we are. Yeah, is because we didn't think that we had to make that again, you know. And you know, for how you know, I'm we've talked in great detail about how much we didn't enjoy being on on the label and all these things, and um, you know, but that was the machine of the whole thing, you yeah. know. That was um, just. You know, you're on a corporate record label, and and one 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 person only has so much say. So, so you know, yeah, like so, so much power, and also it's like, did we make the right record for the right time, and all these things. Totally. Um, but we got passion and attention, mm-hmm. you know, from him, and we we got we learned how to fight for what you want you know and fight for what is right um 
to party. Yeah. Um, Beastie Boys. You know, I, re- I remember him coming into the studio to hear songs or coming to a show, and it was just like... I miss him coming to shows. He would just pump us up after. He was like, yeah. that was fucking incredible. You guys <laughs> were fucking amazing. Yeah. Like... And he meant it. The, the thing is, he meant it. Yeah. It wasn't bullshit. Yeah. He really just loved music that much, and he yeah. loved what working with bands yeah. that much that like every time was just as good. It wasn't bullshit. Yeah. And like it could have came off like that, but other people have done that to us, and it it wasn't the same. Yeah. It no. was legit. <laughs> yeah. It was just a legit love for like the people he worked with and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we. Um we stayed at his house a, cu- a, cu- a couple times. Yeah, that was crazy. We went over there for a party, and you know, there's all these the plaques for Mike Hem's gold record and mm-hmm. the used and Take Me Next Sunday and all these things, and uh, you know, just to feel like we are a part of that kind of uh, world was incredible. Um, well, and and like for as big as the label was and stuff, and for him to be like that cool to like he lived next to Ozzy. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like he lived in a really yeah. nice fucking house and he's living the, letting these like eighteen year old punks just like come and like sleep yeah. on his couch. And yeah, and I shit. could just call him. I mean I remember I flew home after a show one time and he took me to the airport and you know, we just talked for an hour and whatever. You know, just like he was always there, always passionate, didn't just because we're not as big as Mike Hem, you know, he still g- 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 gave us, you know, like just as much attention, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember one time we're in a meeting and we're playing some of the songs for the rest of the people at the at the 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 the, the, the record label, and he gets a call. And it says <laughs> Gerard Way on his <laughs> on his phone, and he like sh- he like sh- he like showed me, and then he like he like ended the call. Like I'll 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 call, I'll call him back later. Like we're we're working on on you guys right now. Um, that's just so like funny. That's just like crazy things. Like like yeah, that, that's just that day was weird as fuck though. Yeah, <laughs> that was so weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of other like fun you know things i mean he you know he would always bring us pink berry um when he when he'd come to our shows because like we, we were obsessed with pink berry which is a, a frozen yogurt place in los angeles and we, we we could only get it when we were there so he would he would always like bring us a shit ton of it yeah um and just like i yeah, just really cared mm-hmm. and um you know even after you know we had gotten off the label and, um, you know, he came out to our album release show for pioneer for the out al- for the album that came out after the one that we did with them. And, um, that was the last time I saw him. Yeah. Um, but he, he, I remember him being like, you guys made the right choice. Yeah. Uh, it, the biggest thing with the label at that time was cause he got fired. Yeah. Like everyone that was in our crew got fired. Yeah. So that was the big problem. It yeah. wasn't really anyone at the time. Yeah. 
it was just they weren't there so there was a bunch of people that didn't know who who we were well and and like when if things did go bad at all with him at all and they really didn't but if they did it was because he was worried that he was going to get fired yeah which he ended up getting fired so and we show up with nine songs of pioneer yeah (laughs) we're like hey here's the new record sorry we didn't tell you we recorded it i totally get why he would react the way he did yeah yeah. Which it wasn't even like bad, no. like, yeah, um, but yeah, I I I think, uh, you know, I think just hopefully, you know, his his like mem- memory will 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 live on with what he helped make, you know, which is this scene and all these bands and all the bands that those bands imp- imp- impacted, and I think like forever he has a mark on this on, on, on this world and mm-hmm. you know the fact that we get to be one of those names yeah. um really really uh like means a lot and totally um you know it, it was really nice his 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 wife and kids came to to warp tour to see us a couple yeah, years after he had passed and you know just to be able to kind of like share one more moment with them and mm-hmm. um you know, just kind of let her let his what you know wife know how much we appreciate you know what he did for us and what he's done for everyone and um, just a really important guy and um, yeah, know, that was that was ov- really nice. Obviously, a very a, a tragic thing. Um, you know that he's he's not around anymore, but um, you know I f- I feel humbled that. You know, we we were able to gain you know insight from mm-hmm. from him and you know me with you know what I like to do with like the marketing and business side of the band and you know like that you know he was always such a su- supporter and you know anytime I had any questions you know we could hop on the phone and talk about it and I I I learned a lot about you know how to conduct yourself and how to take things to the next level and all these things that you know we can continue to 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 use yeah and and not be afraid to push it yeah um try try flipping everything on its ass in a good way yeah um started with him so that yeah shout out to craig yeah craig we uh miss you buddy can't can't thank you and enough for what you did for us and what you've done for this whole whole scene and uh yeah i think uh hopefully you know people that hear that hear this it's just uh cool to, to know you know i i i, I just want the, the 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 legacy of what he's done to c- carry on so um go on the internet type in craig aronson and you'll uh see a long list of bands that you probably love every single one of them and he's in back to the future yes it's true Yep. He um, he was a drummer in a band that played like there was like a battle. Of the he bands. was in it. He was in it for he, like he was like in the background for like fifteen seconds, and he would say he's he still got checks in the mail for for, for like being ten, <laughs> 10, ten cents, cents or, or something. something. <laughs> yeah, but you know, thirty years later. Yeah, cool. cool, awesome. Well, thanks for listening. Um, a little bit of a uh, a different episode today, but uh, I thought it was an important one. So thank you guys.